Hello and welcome to the In the Game Room podcast audio episode number 47. Before I even get started here, I'm going to do something I always forget to do. I am going to thank our Patreon patrons. Thanks, Mike. All right, we're done with that. Um, That's just a little inside joke, but uh, Mike will get it. So what's been going on here? Uh, It's been a long time since I've done an audio podcast. I've done a few video podcasts in between, but it has been a while. So tonight I just sat down and said, it's time. It's time to catch up with you guys. I miss doing this and uh, I miss the feedback. So here we go. What's been going on? Um, I've gotten interested in a couple of new games lately. And um, I went down to a game store in uh, in, this, in Orange County. God, I can't remember the name of it now. Orange County, California. For those of you who are in Florida, I'm not talking about you. Um, a friend of mine, Michael Wensky, uh, was involved in a little tournament, or a, I guess it was a tournament, um, for the game Infinity, which is a 28-millimeter sort of... It's future, but it's not like spacey future. It's kind of near-future uh, sci-fi game um, and I was interested in carrying those products in my store so I thought yeah I might as well go down there and check it out and you know learn a little something about the game see how it plays and things like that I like I like to know about the stuff that I'm selling even if you know even if I don't use it myself so I went down there and uh, Michael was playing and I stayed for a little while and watched a few games and it was very interesting and the miniatures are really cool that's the First thing that got my attention with the Infinity uh, game system was the, the miniatures that they make specifically for it. They're really cool. And I ended up buying a couple of them just for myself to play around with. And then, of course, we went all in with the store and bought a whole rack full of stuff. Um, but So that was interesting. I'm not sure if I'm going to play Infinity or not. Um, you know, the truth is I don't, I don't get a lot of opportunities to play much at all. Um, but I own it now. Um, and I like the miniatures, so who knows? Um, going, I'm going to Historicon uh, in about a week and a half. I don't know if Infinity will be played there, as Historicon is more, as the name implies, historical gaming. But if there is some being played there, I'll check it out and see if I can get into a demo or something and, and learn more about it. Um, another game that's been on my radar, so to speak, lately... Um, pun intended, is Cruel Seas. I've been playing Cruel Seas for, I guess it's been a couple of months now. Um, If you're not familiar with Cruel Seas, it is a 1-300th scale World War II naval game. Um, It's, uh, how would I best describe it? Small boats, Torpedo boats, PT boats, S boats, Vospers, things like that. They get into some slightly larger boats, but it's not, you know, full-on battleships and and uh, aircraft carriers and things like that. Because in this scale, those would be huge. Um, so it's these cool little three, four-inch long boats. Um, it's it plays a little bit like bolt action. The uh, the activation system where you draw a die out of a bag randomly and then activate that unit and then it goes you know keeps going like that until the turn's over. So in that way, it's very similar to the way bolt action plays, which is not a coincidence because it's produced by the same people, Warlord Games. But the game is really easy to learn. It's fun to play. 
it's fairly quick. You can you can play for an hour or two and finish a you know five or six turn game, depending on how many ships are out there or how many players. I've only played one player versus one player, but kind of like bolt action, you could play three or four players um, with different color you know order dice, which would be kind of interesting. But that would of course slow down the game a little bit, but it would still be pretty fun. So I've been playing that a little bit and um, and collecting the miniatures. Because anybody that knows me knows the miniatures come first, the game is second. Um, I've been enjoying the game, but I've been really enjoying the miniatures and building them and painting them and stuff like that. And now I'm actually starting to work on terrain. Um, you know, a naval combat game, there's not a lot of terrain. It's a lot of water. But I'm working on a little shoreline area with some docks and things like that. I think I posted some pictures already up on the inthegameroom.com uh, blog site. Um, if not, I will definitely do that right after this podcast goes up so you guys can see what I've been working on. Um, it's a fun game. Like I said, it's uh, it plays fast, it plays easy. And, you know, if, if you're a naval warfare historian and, a, you know, a rivet counter or bolt counter, you may not like it. It's not a historical simulation. It's a fun game. So, warning there, if you're not prepared to have fun, if you're a grumpy old grognard, I think they're called, um, yeah, probably stay away from it. But if you're looking for a fun game with cool miniatures and World War II naval stuff, uh, you might want to check it out. Um, we carry, of course, the whole line of products for it in our store, but that's not what this is about. It's about, I'm actually playing this game and enjoying it, and it's, and it's been real fun. One of the things that playing Cruel Seas has done for me is it's kind of, I've been bit with the 6mm gaming bug again. Uh, those of you that know me know that I've been playing 6mm wargaming since the late 1970s, since before I even knew it was called 6mm gaming. It was 250, 285th scale micro armor gaming to me all my life until fairly recently. And I've been forced into using the 6mm term now. But anyways, 6mm gaming, micro-armor gaming, whatever you want to call it, that's always been like my main passion through my entire gaming life. Up until the last few years, I've been exploring some other scales and other games and things like that. Anyways, so for the last couple of years, I've kind of moved away from 6mm for a little while to you know experiment with bolt action and things like that, uh, Star Wars Legion and looking at Infinity and things like that. Anyways, so Cruel Seas has kind of bitten me with that 6mm bug again and doing the miniatures and doing the uh, terrain and stuff. I, I'm getting back into it. I'm about ready to set up the gaming board here in the game room with a 6mm armor game, modern armor, which is, that's like my first true gaming love, is modern micro armor. So I'm going to play a modern micro armor game again real soon, so I kind of get back to get back to what I love doing. Um, along those lines, we've released in my company a, a new line of 6mm buildings that were designed by our guy in, uh, in Italy, um, who goes by the Lazy Forger online. You may have heard of him. Uh, he did a series of uh, Middle Eastern buildings. We're calling it the Medina series. Did a series of six, I think it was six or seven, six buildings in the first set that we released, and that's out, and people are loving it. And then he's designed uh, about six more slightly larger buildings that we're going to release individually, um, and we're working on those right now. 
so those will be out pretty soon. But uh, that's that's more six millimeter goodness that's coming around, and uh, it looks awesome. The guy did a great job on the uh, on the design of the buildings, and then we finished up the masters here, made molds and cast them up, and we're doing pressure casts, so there's no bubbles or anything like that, and they're coming out really nice. So that's fun. Um, what else am I working on here? On on the bench right now, okay, there's uh, there's Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm going all over the place here. I, I pulled out a couple of uh, Star Wars Legion miniatures and started painting them. I bought that game the, the moment it came out. I mean, we bought it for the store, and immediately I took one for myself. And uh, I built the miniatures and sprayed them with primer, and then they went back in the box. And that's where they've been ever since. Um, so I just pulled a couple of them out and started playing with them. Mainly I wanted to test out, uh, here we go off on another tangent, uh, Games Workshop Citadel just came out with this line of contrast paints you've probably heard about, and I wanted to do a little test and see how they work on things other than like 40k things, you know, military miniatures, sci-fi miniatures, things like that. So I I bought a few of the paints. I uh, I walked into a uh, into a, a Warhammer store for the first time in my life last week, and I bought I don't know about six or seven of the uh, of the contrast paints, and one of them was the apothecary white color, and I wanted to try that on the uh, on the Star Wars stormtroopers and see how it looked. Um, I'll post up a picture of that on the blog when I post this uh, this podcast on inthegameroom.com. Came out pretty good, the uh, stormtrooper. Um, it's interesting because most of the contrast paints they recommend sort of a light gray primer, and I knew with this that wasn't going to work, so I went with a white primer. So basically, the model was already white, so the uh, contrast paint just kind of acted like a wash. And and it did it did its job. It did, it did it right. Um, I think it looks pretty good. Um, I think I'll do all of them that way. Just spray them with white primer and then wash them with this apothecary white contrast paint. And then all you have to do is a few little black details here and there and uh, and the weapons. And I think they're going to look pretty cool. And it's a pretty fast way to do it. So that was kind of cool. Um, I haven't tried any of the other colors yet. I got a couple of different greens and things like that. I want to try out, um, you know, like a new, uh, World War II uniforms, that type of thing. See if I can find a color close enough to match some of the uh, U.S. or British uniforms. That's my one gripe. One of my gripes with, with Citadel is the colors, the, the names. This... Uh, Militarium Green and Creed Camo and Skeleton Horde and Agaros Dunes. Those names mean nothing to me. Um, I need, you know, U.S. Army Olive Drab, you know, those sort of things. But that's, they name their colors to match their miniatures and that's part of their marketing thing. But it's always kind of annoyed me about them because it's impossible to figure out what color you should be using for you know, if you're painting a World War II um, uh, German DAC forces, is, you know, is Skeleton Horde, is that the right color? Probably not, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyways, I'm going all over the place. But there's been a lot going on, and I've been doing a lot of hobby stuff, and it's been fun. Um, I just bought a, uh, a hot wire foam cutter. 
I've had one for years as as a model maker in a in a commercial model making shop. I had a big one uh, for you know cutting foam wings or airplanes and things like that. But it was real hard to work with on small things. So I bought one of these real small ones that you can. I got it on Amazon. It just plugs in a transformer, plugs in the wall, and it's got this little bow that's about six inches long. And you can cut your foam with it. I've been having fun with that. And that's what I use to make the shoreline uh, scenery that I'm using for, for micro armor and for cruel seas. So you'll see pictures of that coming up too. There's some new products uh, out or coming out soon that you may or may not know about that might be interesting. Uh, the Samurai game Test of Honor is uh, going to be out next month in version 2. Uh, that A lot of people are looking forward to that. Version 1 went out of production a couple of months ago, and then the rights for the game transferred back to the uh, the original author, producer, whatever you want to call it, and now they're re-releasing -re it in version 2, so that's coming. I just heard today that Team Yankee version 2 is coming out later this year, I think December, and with that, a bunch of new miniatures. That should be interesting. Um, what else is coming out? The uh, new releases from Rubicon have been coming fast and furious. They released a whole series of Panzer IV tanks, there's three different kits, but from those three different kits, I think you can build somewhere close to a dozen different variants of the Panzer IV. That's pretty cool. And they did a single and a quad 20 millimeter uh, flak gun, German flak gun. And they've done a couple other cool things lately. So they just keep rocking out new stuff all the time. So that's kind of cool. Um, I've got a couple of uh, video podcasts coming pretty soon. I've got some products here that I want to um, review and show off, but uh, you can't really do that in an audio format, so I'll get to that pretty soon. So I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I want to say one last thing. Uh, a very good friend of the show, he's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, his name is Jim. He, uh, he works for Strategicon, the convention in L.A., um, he lost his mom this morning, um, so condolences going out to Jim. We love you. You're a great friend of the show and a great friend in general, so we're thinking about him today, and I think with that, I think we'll just wrap it up. Thank you guys very much for listening, and keep on gaming. <laughs>